0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with REMAX Results.
2: I'm going to go out and buy a house.
0: Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and REMAX Results. Hello, Miss Mimi. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. Also with us from Cross Country Mortgage, calling in from afar, the fantastic puzzle solver, Phil Olson. Good morning, Phil. How's it going over there?
2: Good morning, guys. Yep, up in Walker, Minnesota, and we got five inches of snow last night.
0: Wow, I'm glad that it hit you and did not hit me over on the west side. That's okay. (laughs) Y'all are swearing here on the air. (laughs) I don't know how that gets by. Well Well done, well done, well done. Hey, Phil, let's start with your NMLS number today, please.
2: All right, NMLS two three eight one zero three Company NMLS 3029, Cross Country Mortgage.
0: So what's going on out there this week in the market? You guys just sound like you're still super busy. I've been seeing some uh, news articles nationally that things are leveling, I think was the word that I saw. Does that seem to be appropriate for Minnesota? Well,
1: seasonal, I would say, it's usually a little slower in the months as you're heading into the holidays. Okay. But, uh, I would say our business has not. Okay. Um, we still have a lot of clients that are still looking for properties to buy and, and people that are selling. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's a good time to be in the market because I think that for our buyers that may have struggled in the early spring, uh, you know, sellers might be a little bit more motivated to, you know, have a deal right now mm-hmm. because you know they don't want to have to
0: deal shovel with the holidays. Yeah, you know, to mm-hmm. shovel.
1: They don't want to have to worry about pipes, all that kind of good stuff that would motivate somebody a little bit more in the winter than it would in the spring. Phil, what are you seeing over at Cross Country?
2: I'm seeing that our our applications uh, have slightly dropped here, about fifteen percent here uh since basically about the last thirty forty five days. But I think you hit it on the head, uh Mimi. I'm starting to see some of my clients that were trying to buy a home in spring and summer are now going uh hit the market pretty hard or hitting the, the pay road pretty hard. Okay. And just this last just this last week we got an offer accepted for a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar condo FHA and the sellers paid a full 3% in closing costs, Wow, which was okay. unheard of, which was unheard of in spring.
1: Uh, right. 100% unheard of. Um, so, you know, people always think that everything is the same all the time, all the time. You know what I mean? And it doesn't. It's just like it's life. Yes, yeah, know, exactly. So sometimes it will and sometimes it won't. There's that ebb and that flow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, depending on how long a seller has been on the market... And depending on really what their motivation is, and, and we won't know that on the other side of the fence, we don't know. Like if I just look at you, Miss Shannon, you right. got a nice little house for sale. Mm-hmm. I don't know your why. Yeah, I don't know
0: if you're going. If through I'm a in divorce. a hurry, if it's got, if it's full of old family memories, and I yeah. just want to move on, there might to be lots of reasons that I'm ready to move. Exactly, and I don't know if you're you've
1: already bought a house. I don't know if you've you know got plans to get married and mm-hmm. you need that money to go
0: to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and see the whales exactly. And I'm dreaming. Okay, all right. You know we don't have to. You're already married, and I don't plan. No. On it. We can just go to Hawaii, Mimi. Well, I didn't say you have to get married. <laughs> I just said
1: using an example. We can That's go to Hawaii anyway,
0: anytime you want. You know.
1: Okay. Well, good to and know to that. Good time. Right? I got that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, Phil. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that consumer index climbing up this year. You want to do a little explanation of how that affects the market here?
2: Absolutely. CPI index came out at 6.2%. It's over a 30-year high. For those that can remember the Jimmy Carter days, uh, inflation, as we all know, has reared its ugly head uh, from the cost of gasoline, turkeys, cheese, meat, you name it. Everything has gone up to include housing prices. And uh, right now, that's Really, kind of scared the market. We saw a pullback on the bond market of about fifty basis points, which was almost a a correction in one day of mortgage rates going up by a quarter of a percent. And unfortunately, I think uh, inflation is here to stay for a while. And uh, I I do believe the Federal Reserve has it wrong when they even use the words transitory.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So CPI stands for Consumer Price Index, and so When that rises, Phil, that affects the bond market, is that correct? And then that, in turn, affects the interest rates that folks have available to them?
2: It can. Okay, in this circumstance, the market reacted negatively or the bond market acted negatively to that specific report. I mean, the way we have to understand things is if your employer gives you a 3% raise, But we have a CPI index of 6.2. Well, you're actually losing 3.2% of your discretionary income on a monthly basis because inflation has overtaken uh, your your wage increase.
1: Right. And so for folks that are living hand-to-mouth, which we know happens a lot... Mm -hmm you need to stop that right. um, and pull back a little bit because right now is the time to be conservative and to do some saving. And so, Phil, you and I talked before the show. Um, we were talking about, I guess we were reflecting on the different administrations throughout the years. And for some of our listeners who may be in their early early to mid-20s may not even know what that means. Right. Um, so we're going to go just to the 2000s. Uh, where interest rates were somewhere hovering around seven percent. Okay, so right now, Phil, what was your best rate last last week?
2: My best rate last week was two point two five percent on a fifteen year fixed uh, refinance. And a wow.
1: thirty? What was your best thirty?
2: My best thirty was three percent at a one percent discount fee.
1: Okay, and so for folks that don't know what a one percent discount fee means, that means that the buyer paid money to reduce their rate. Um, and one basis point is how much today, Phil?
2: Well, one basis point is based on the loan amount, and in that specific case, they had a loan amount of two hundred and forty thousand. So they paid one percent to go from three and a quarter to three percent. So they paid an additional $2,400 at closing as a one-time fee to buy down the rate.
1: Okay, and so I think that maybe we'll talk a little bit more about discount points as we go through the show, but I want to go through a scenario. So right now the average sales price in the metro is hovering right around $350,000. And so today, if Phil, if somebody bought a house at 3 and an 8th, what would their payment be? All in taxes, insurance, all that stuff.
2: Approximately thirteen hundred dollars a month. That would be principal and interest. Now, if we if we're going to go principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, I would assume we would probably add on an additional four hundred and fifty dollars. So you'd be looking at around seventeen hundred and fifty dollars principal, interest, taxes, and insurance.
0: Okay,
1: um, and then. If you were to go back in time and buy that same $350,000 house in the 2000s for the 7% interest, what would that look like today for a payment?
2: Your payment would increase by $750 on uh, top of that 1750 So your payment would be approximately $2,500 a month.
1: Okay, so we're looking at $1,000-ish mm-hmm. more. Wow. And that's when I bought my first house right. in, that, in that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for folks that are scared of interest rates going up, I think it's smart to pay attention to it. Right. Um, because every 1% that the interest rate goes up, you lose 11% in your purchase power. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So right now at 3 and an eighth, it's still historically low. And if you can, if you've got a little extra cash in your nest egg, you can pay a little money and reduce your rate and mm-hmm. that's just a one-time thing and if you think about that over thirty years that's a lot of savings exactly um, so phil what are you encouraging your buyers to do that were scared in the spring
2: i'm encouraging my buyers to one be optimistic uh... there is inventory that's coming people are still selling because they have multiple reasons why they have to sell and I'm also encouraging them, you know, if, if they're not in a multiple offer situation, then it, it really comes down to make a good offer. You don't necessarily have to, you know, add 20, 30, 40,000, but there are still lots of multiple offer situations out there. And if you do find the house that's in your price point, you still need to be competitive. You need to be aggressive in the offer that you're making.
1: Okay, and so what that actually translates in real time is you need to be on on point with monitoring the market, uh, doing all that you can to stay current with seeing things that match your criteria. Now, Ms Shannon, if you tell me I don't want any stairs, <laughs> right. i I hear you. Mm-hmm. okay, but when there's only seventeen, possible property sitting in your portal right and you're saying but i don't like that it's got bad carpet
0: right i'm like but it's it has no stairs but it has no stairs right exactly I'm you gonna, have to pick and choose yes what your priorities really what are your i have to's. you right. know there mm-hmm. is not
1: a property on the planet that cannot be made pretty right I, I fully believe it um you know it might take a little bit of elbow grease it might take a little bit of paint it might take a little bit of time but if you get into a property now and and you are absolutely outrunning the interest rate, then you are ahead. Right. All right. So when we come back from the break, Phil and I, we're going to talk a little bit about moving up
0: and what that looks like. Right. You can also be part of the show. Give us a call at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Shannon here with my friend Mimi Schoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results, also from Cross Country Mortgage, Mr. Phil Olson, talking about what's going on out there if it's your time to upsize. 100%. And sometimes we don't talk
1: about what we need mm-hmm. on the radio show. Uh, so, what I'd like everybody to do is if you know somebody who has a house that's too much for them and more and maybe it's dirty mm-hmm. and maybe it's cluttered and maybe it needs a new roof. Okay. We would like to talk to you okay. about that house because I can guarantee we have buyers that that house would be perfect for. Uh if you are struggling in your current home because it doesn't have the space you need because now you're working from home, we would like to talk to you about how you could possibly move up sell your current home, maybe buy first and sell second. Maybe we've already got a buyer that's ready to have a house just like yours. So if you are that person, be sure and message us. You can do that through the station here with keyword red hot. Or you can email Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com or you can text your information 651-578-2218. Okay, so we're going to talk about a lot of things, questions you should be asking yourself a little bit if you are thinking about moving up. Okay, so Phil, you and I have worked with a lot of people who have done some move-ups. We have talked a lot about buying first and selling second. So let's talk a little bit about that, what that looks like.
2: Well, buying first, selling second is a great mortgage strategy, which allows you to buy your home without being a contingent buyer. And we've talked about being contingent. All right. um, And what is a contingency? A contingency is uh, where, uh, this whole one here a contingency is where the consumer it is uh is able to basically uh purchase their home against the seller if they when they make their selling offer and they're not contingent on it is being able to you know state that their date they want 30 days they're contingent upon you know putting more money down. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. So how would that benefit somebody right now in this market?
2: Well, if you're in a multiple offer situation right now and you're not a contingent offer, more than likely the sellers would accept your offer before they accept a a contingency, meaning a specific date or something. There's, There's multiple different reasons there could be a contingency.
1: Okay, so nobody wants to receive a contingent offer. Um, I've been working with someone recently who had a house to sell. They're very anxious to get started with finding another house, and you know it just made sense, right? To, to wait, it just makes you a
0: little anxious. Well, I'm sure. So
1: when you, Miss Shannon, you're selling your house, mm-hmm. and I'm helping you, and I present you with a dozen offers, and. You start ranking them. Right. And so from the highest price, and it's not always about price, Mm -hmm. it's sometimes about what do they want you to do. Some people want to have an inspection. Some people want to review that for one day. Some people want to review that for 10 days. Sometimes you've got homeowners association documents. But if you see somebody
0: that's got a home to sell, Mm -hmm. you say And I'm waiting for them to be able to have my deal work. That would make me really... Really, really anxious about, is this going to work out? Because now i got to wait on them. 100%. But there's Mm -hmm. a whole trigger of things that can happen. So
1: they're they're contingent on their buyer performing. Mm -hmm. And maybe it goes even farther down the line. Maybe it's contingent upon contingent upon contingent. So now it's a
0: domino
3: domino effect. Mm -hmm. So
1: you have to have full trust that that will happen. And so then you tie up your place When you could have had one that was clean and simple.
0: And just done.
1: And that's why, you know, what people say, I've had a lot of people say, well, it's closing in two weeks. There's a lot of things that can happen in two weeks. Right. You know, you can die and that literally can happen. Mm -hmm. You can lose your job. You know, a tornado could hit your house. There's just a, a any number of things that can happen. And that's the exact reason why sellers don't like contingency. So right. if you can come into uh, an offer and buy first, not contingent, and then get your house ready for market at the same time, mm-hmm. depending on the type of house that you have, you should be able to sell it quickly. Phil?
2: I totally agree. And, and the key to being it is a buy first and sell second strategy is that you're able to afford both mortgage payments so you're going to you're going to make your mortgage payment on your current house you're going to make your mortgage payment on the new house but there's a very good possibility that when you move into your new house or when you buy your new house you put up your other property for sale to where you wouldn't even have to make that second mortgage payment or it it also allows that consumer to move into their new house, move all their furniture in, get their house ready, and now they can work on their current home that they're going to sell and bring it up to speed. Right. Put the new carpet in, put the new paint in, and guess what? That is what buyers want today. They want clean houses. They want new carpeting. They want new paint.
1: You know, it's very interesting. I think I was reading in the one of the, the real estate magazines, one of the things that drives realtors craziest of all is when people can't look past decorations. Right. Um, when you walk into a house that's, let's just say you have two side-by-side houses. One mm-hmm. one is an old, run-down house, and the next one, they the sellers have taken some time to make it pretty with fresh paint and decorated it. Right. But they're same builder, same age, same everything. You know... It's the same house, right? You can do that. Um, And
0: now I lost my train of thought where I was going with that analogy. But anyway, (laughs) but when you're you're talking about when you can do well to tie back into what Phil was talking about about being able to put that house as blank slate as possible is of value, a hundred percent. So now a lot of
1: folks are moved are working from home, right, more than ever in the in in history. Do you want people tromping through your office? Are you going to have to pick up your papers? You know how offices get, mm-hmm. you know, you, plus confidential information. You have people coming through your house looking at your stuff. Right. And touching,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, in a pandemic still. So there's a lot of anxiety that goes with that. The same thing, too, if you've got pets. It's really stressful for pets to have people that they don't know in their house, even if they are kenneled. Right. And there's nothing that's going to unnerve a buyer more than a barking dog. Uh, It's terrifying, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, if they're in the house. that You never see buyers go faster
0: than when a dog is in a kennel barking. I just couldn't imagine. I have a kid that our house looks very lived in 90% of the time. So to try and work around the fact... That he lives here would, oh my God, I can't even imagine what it was like.
1: (laughs) It is extremely stressful to live (laughs) in a house when you're selling it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, for those folks out there that just the whole conversation that we're having right now is causing a panic attack. Yes. um, We have professionals that can help. Right. We really, really do. We have professional organizers that we work with. We have stagers that we work with. We have free consultations for those types of things uh, for all of our listeners and of course, as always, we offer a free market analysis for anyone who wants to request it.
0: So Mimi, what I'd like to do is go to the phone real quick so we can start with this question and hopefully we get to the answer before we have to go to break. So Mark, thank you very much for calling the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What is your question for Phil and Mimi, please?
3: Hi, so I am a veteran and I have a VA loan now that I, I'm leveraging, but I know that the rate, or not the rate, the, uh, the loan amount that you can go up to is going up next year. I don't know what that is, my first question. Second question, can I have more than one home on that? Because I have a unique situation where I'm going to have to potentially live 50% of the time in Minnesota and 50% of the time in Wisconsin. Okay. So,
0: Thank you very much, Mark. Mark mm-hmm. I'm not clear on the question. You had two. Mm hmm. So was your first one, do we know what the rates might be going up to? or that, is No, that's that right, not
3: the rate. What the loan amount, the gotcha. VA loan will certify up to a certain amount. I hope I'm using the right language here.
1: Phil, can you answer that? Um,
2: yeah. All right. Uh, I think I can help here. The, the new conventional loan limit right now is 640 But understand with the VA home loan, and I've done lots and lots of VA home loans, <laughs> VA home loans can actually go up past the VA mortgage conventional limit. It's all based on your certificate of eligibility. And once you sell, you you already own a home right now. If you're going to keep that, it's really going to determine if you're going to have any VA certificate of eligibility left over. But that would be a great phone conversation to have with me.
0: So why don't we do this? Speaking of that, I would love to get to the second part of Mark's question. We're going to go into our break right now. Mark, can you hang on with us and we'll get to that second question when we get back from the break. Yeah, sure. All right. Mark, you hold on. Phil, you hold on. Mimi, you and I are going to go into this break right now and we'll come back. We're going to answer all of Mark's questions. Also encourage other people to be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Also, Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage reminding you that you can be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Just like our friend Mark. Mark, thank you very much for your patience. I think we got through the first part of Mark's question, right, Mimi? And So we're going to go into the second one. I think so. Well, so.
3: well, if I may, so it sounds like the first part is I can go up to 640000 I know I can go over that if I pay 25% over the delta of that amount. Is that a correct statement? You sorry, can go
2: higher than that. It's based on It's based on your VA certificate of eligibility. All right, and, and you might be able to go up to, say, 800000 for as little as 5% down. There's a specific VA calculation worksheet we have to use in order to determine that. But there is no such thing itself, as a VA right? jumbo loan.
3: Right, right. Okay, and that's all based off income and, and credit, correct? Uh, it's based off, well, yes, your debt-to-income ratios and income are
2: going to play a role, but it's all based on – your VA eligibility certificate. And if you're going to keep one property with a VA home loan, you're going to lose part of your VA eligibility certificate. Right. Okay.
1: So Mark, are you trying to buy two properties or do you have two properties or kind of what's the story?
3: I, so I have to be in Wisconsin due to some family matters 50% of the time. And I worked, I worked remote before the pandemic. So um, I'm still going to be working remote, obviously, Um, but I'm potentially thinking about buying two properties, yes. Uh, The first one I already have in Minnesota, one of the options that my wife and I are considering is maybe even downsizing this one because this is a pretty good-sized property, so we can buy the second. But, yes, that's the thing that we're potentially considering is two properties.
1: Well, I think it would be a a really great idea for you to have a, a consultation with Phil, and you guys can explore this in great detail and see if there's any way that he can help you. That'd be great. Okay. Well, yeah, there might you. be
3: some unique situations here.
0: But yeah. we like unique situations. Phil is excellent at that. So you you made the right phone call, Mark.
3: Believe it or not,
2: under VA, there's VA exceptions that will allow a veteran to live in two different states and have two different primary residences. It's the only uh, specific product that allows for that, and uh, that might be something that might be available to this gentleman.
0: All right. Well, Mark, I think we have your info already. So we'll let Phil go ahead and follow up with you. And I'm lo- uh, I, I'm excited to see how this turns out. We like it when we give them um, good puzzles to Phil to solve.
3: This one's going to be a good one. All right. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Mark. for the call, Mark. You're welcome.
1: OK, so I think, you know, historically, when you're thinking about moving up, what is the what do most people do? You know, Ms. Shannon, you've got your house right now, and if you're thinking about okay, what's my next move? Mm-hmm. You know, most people move between five and ten years. Right. Phil, isn't it about fifty percent, like a fifty percent jump in price or or even maybe more these days with interest rates like they are?
2: Normally I'll see uh, use an example of a first time home buyer buys a town home for a hundred and eighty. They end up upgrading. they increase their square footage by almost double,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: 180 180 then turns into two eighty okay so normally you 're seeing a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollar increase in price and they're upsizing
1: okay, and that 's for your starter home and so in this market i'd say. It would be even uh, a higher. But so let's just talk about what what it is that drives you crazy and makes you want to move out of that space where it was once great. So it's just you and you're in a thousand square feet, and you know that was wonderful. But now you have two German shepherds <laughs> and a cat <laughs> and a, and a special someone who visits on the regular, right? Um, so and now you're on top of each other, and there's no closet space. Yeah, and you're a gamer. Ms. Shannon. Uh, yes. You, you like to have your game situation and you don't like anyone interloping mm-hmm. in your game space. I have my room. That's sanctity. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so now you say, I feel smothered in this place <laughs> when it was just a palace before. Right. And so then you say, I should call Phil. And Phil you say what?
2: I I will normally ask the client, so what are you trying to accomplish? What is it that you don't like? What are you looking for? I'll normally ask oh maybe fifteen, twenty questions so I can kinda understand what the consumer is trying to do. And I mean it's not always about space that I hear guys. Sometimes I I, I hear the words I don't like my neighbors.
0: Oh yeah. or mm-hmm.
2: I hear I hear that, hey, my place is too small, my my company has now allowed me to work from home. I need another bedroom to convert into an office space. Right. And here's the, here's the frequent one I hear. Well, we we thought we were only going to have one child. Now we've got two, and we're living in a two-bedroom two bedroom apartment. And yeah. now we need a three-bedroom or a four-bedroom home. And a yard, so, hopefully. And then, mm-hmm. Correct, correct. And then it also comes down to, then there's people that will say to me, but, Phil, I have all these toys and now i need space for my toys. Mm-hmm. Um, Where am i going to put my boat? T- I
0: got a scooter. I have a this, Correct. right? And Phil, Phil has a lot well, of fishing poles.
2: <laughs> yes. Right. They don't t- I I need a closet though for that. Okay, I don't fair need enough. for garage for fishing poles. Well,
1: you're not a real fisherman then, so I'm going to say I'm challenging you. You need fair to up level. your game. Um anyway, just kidding. Um so What you want to ask yourself is what the heck has changed. Correct. Why am I uncomfortable? Why Mm -hmm. do I keep looking online? And so if you're looking online, we'd encourage you to look at our site, ViewGreaterMinneapolisHomes.com. It has the entire metro area. And if you are looking outside of the metro area, we can help you with that as well. We can connect you with a great realtor anywhere in the
0: world. So just let us know what your needs are. Well, Phil and Mimi, a lot of the conversation has to revolve around the What is enough home, but what is not too much home for my price range, right, when you're asking those questions? It's going to always come down to
1: budget. Okay. I mean, that's why when somebody reaches out to us, we say, you must get pre-approved so we know what our parameters are. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you a situation. So we're working with a client that has a home for sale. I think we talked about that a little bit. Waited till the home closed, which was a great, great idea so that she wouldn't have to make a contingent offer. We didn't know what the parameters were. We, I didn't personally know yet what she was going to truly walk away with that. And we had to sit down and draft an offer right after the closing. So we have to really do math to make sure that we're not putting that client in a precarious situation. Right. You tell me, Ms. Shannon, I've got 50 grand. Mm hmm. And then we don't do the right calculations. We put the wrong down payment down. We put the wrong closing costs, and you come up with nothing, and right. having to come and borrow some money just because we didn't have the right numbers. Right. So Phil is Phil, and I work great together with regard to that because we communicate like a team. Mm-hmm. Phil.
2: Well, one of the here's the other thing that that I want to talk to our my talkers about is we love dreamers. All right. And, and Dreamers, they have great ideas. And by talking with Mimi and I, we can then put the puzzle pieces together to see how that specific situation might work out. Right. But let me give you an example. You're dreaming about this specific property here in the metro, and but you're going, it's not affordable.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, hold on, it might, it might be affordable. We take you out of the metro 50 miles your price points change dramatically on land and on that specific property. You know, here's the deal. Mimi and I, we can find you what you want or we can get you what you want as long as the expectations are somewhat realistic.
1: Okay, that's a great segue into exactly what was on my mind. So if you are working with someone and you are not seeing what you really have dreamt about in your mind, what you think is out there, but you're not finding it. We need to have a conversation about what expectations you really do have and what's, what's reality in our world. Because as real estate professionals, we do, we long to please. We want you to have a great home. We want you to be happy in the home. We want it to be what you want, where you want. But we also are boxed in by what is available. We are in a dramatic seller's market. We have 1.4 months of inventory when normal is between five and six. So we are fraction, um, and that's why when I'm working with someone who is super particular, super particular, and especially in the uh, in the first-time homebuyer bracket, which outrageously is up to three hundred thousand in this metro, um, you know that's a lot of money, and nobody is saying it isn't. But so it makes it. Harder and harder for those folks to find what they're looking for. Phil?
2: Yeah, and if, I mean, if we just take that back to the CPI index that's increased by 6.2% since last year, folks, things are not getting cheaper. It's not getting cheaper to build a house. Right. Everything in a house is going up, all right? and But while we still have very, very low interest rates, All right, now is the time if you're thinking about your place is too small or you don't like your place, now is the time to upgrade that while keeping your mortgage payment relatively less because of very low mortgage rate.
1: Okay. Now, I do want to talk specifically to our senior population out there. Um, We have seen the most explosive Request for one level living Mm -hmm. that i've ever seen in in 15 years so please know that that particular floor plan one bedroom on the main with all the other accoutrements on the same floor is your diamond in the rough everybody wants that product everybody it's difficult to find and when you find it please know that you cannot nitpick that property to pieces okay listen to your real estate professional it can be fixed right Phil when we come back from this break I'd like for you to talk about some products that people can use to fix up their property when there's, they're just not seeing it
0: in that pristine condition. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon, having a great conversation today with my friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. And joining us as well in this conversation, Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. If you still have time to get in and make this phone and make that phone call. Call us at 651-641-1071 okay well so for our folks out there that
1: are afraid of selling they're just terrified of it they, they, let's just say that you've been in your house for thirty or more years we all know we all know you know you get stuff you, you collect stuff right it's just there you got lots of stuff how am i gonna pack this up a hundred percent we have people to help you with that We we can help you move to your next place it is something that we do every day um, so don't be afraid, and we do offer a free market analysis, and all you have to do is reach out to us here through the station. Our keyword is red hot, or you can uh, message us, text, or call 651-578-2218. Um, how do you know if you're ready to sell? how What would be the thing, Miss Shannon, that... Would make you think I just got
0: to do this it's been driving me crazy for about five years every time I come in the house I go I just have I, I can't I'm just never at peace because there's no place for me to go like I'm just tripping all over everybody in the house that would be enough for me okay
1: mm-hmm. and so it's just not meeting your needs anymore, right mm-hmm. I, I know you've told me that you have a, a desire to have chickens
0: <laughs> and so maybe I live in a part of the country that I, I mean, a part of the of city that does not have a chicken ordinance. Is that what you're saying? Because you have to be in the right place. And you're saying, I just can't, they won't let me have them. And, yeah. and
1: that's always been a lifelong dream. Right. Is to be. A, I have a coop. An urban an urban chicken
0: farmer. Yeah. So, yes. And mm-hmm. Sonny's always wanted goats. Yeah. And she's told me forever how much she loves them. Uh-huh. And. Goats are quite friendly, Sonny. They do ruin your lawn, but hey, yeah, you know. Yeah. Keep the weeds out. They uh-huh. gotta be baby goats, baby mm-hmm. goats, but they don't stay babies. Oh, you know also, that, right, Sonny? I'll be the baby goat farmer. Okay, no, that's no. fine. And then, <laughs> of course, Mimi, you want llamas, and so we like. I mean, I know that there are some places like Lilydale. There's some people over there. Some some in town llama ranchers. Mm-hmm. All these things are doable, but you got to find the right place and, I, and need I'm, the right
1: space. I'm saying to myself, you know, my little house in Minneapolis. No room for the
0: llamas. They
1: won't let me do it. No, and I don't like being restrained like that. It's Mm -mm. bothersome. Mm -hmm. Or you have your starter home that you bought, and it's in a school district that you no longer want your children to go to. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. And you say to yourself, "I want my child in this, that, or the other school system." And now they're about two years old, and you say, "Now it's the time for me to figure this out." Um, there's lots of reasons. Every time you go through a life change is a reason to think about your housing. Okay. So first time house, better than rent, do it. Get a roommate, let them pay for half of your mortgage. Exactly. Um, next move, you've got, uh, you need bigger space. So then you make that, that leverage. You, you're paying the leverage for yourself and not somebody else. Um, and that's how you build generational wealth. Right. You start. And the first house does not have to be the house that you stay in for the rest of your life. Phil?
2: I totally agree. And, I mean, uh, with the amount of equity for those those first-time homebuyers out there that, that have owned a property for the last, oh, two to five years, uh, I think you're going to be very pleasantly pleased when you meet with Meanie and she gives you a CMA. And she says, oh, by the way, I can sell your house for $70,000 more than you bought it. Now we take that 70,000 and we use that and leverage that like Mimi said into that next acquisition of that property. And maybe we don't use all of it. Maybe we use only 40 and we, we let you keep 30 so that way you can put the brand new carpet in and the paint and get the cabinets refaced on that new property. I mean there's so many different options that Mimi and I have that we can help you with. Mm-hmm. It just comes down to you guys calling us.
1: One hundred percent. You know, um, it with a seller's market right now, as strong as it is, and the Twin Cities being one of the strongest seller's market in the country, people are talking about, now is a perfect time for you to, to think about selling. And a free consultation is exactly what we are offering. Um, you don't have to be scared about it. Nobody's going right. to push you out. But just know we have a whole list of hundreds of buyers that are are, are approved mm-hmm. and ready to go. Phil, you know, if I told you, okay, so one of our beautiful MyTalk listeners has a $350,000 house it's valued at in New Brighton. Let's just randomly pick a house. You can just put your little thinking cap on and come up with somebody that that's going to be perfect for. Or somebody who's out in uh, Minnetonka. Uh, right. Or they're up in in your nick of the, the woods mm-hmm. crystal yeah. Robbinsdale, mm-hmm. or up in coon rapids blaine somewhere down south like hastings yes we have buyers looking in all areas all directions that are pre-approved and waiting for the perfect place phil
2: right now there's 10 buyers right now there are still 10 buyers for every seller in the twin cities right now all right that's that's. A phenomenal number and for those sellers out there that's a great position to be in and that's where it just comes down to talk to me talk to me about what are your dreams what are you trying to do it doesn't mean we're you're going to do it but at least we can present you the options and maybe show you something that will blow you away
1: okay let's talk about some of the folks out there that might be You know they're just tired of having a pre-owned home right they're just like they, they look at hgtv and that that's what they dream for they they say you know i just i've always wanted a brand new house and i never have had one and now i just want one because i can and so for those of you out there that are thinking about new construction let us connect you with the builder Um, We can we can send you new construction listings. We can uh, set up appointments for you where you go and tour the model, all of those kinds of things. And, Phil, you do have programs for new construction uh, for purchase, correct?
2: I do. I do lots of new construction loans uh, where the builder needs financing. So I'll provide the financing for the consumer and the builder to build their dream home. I also provide end loan financing on new construction. And believe me, I know new construction inside and out. Believe me, I have no problems talking with the builders and the project managers throughout the whole, uh, you know, from cradle to grave of, the, of, of building the project.
1: Okay, so I was going to say that that is how Phil and I met. Um, oh okay Phil I was working with a client that was looking for new construction and I was taking them around to different builders uh that were in their price point point. Mm-hmm. and so they were going to use a big big box lending company and um the builder had a relationship with Phil and then Phil and I got to work together for the first time and I'm going to say that was probably mm-hmm. oh six or six or so years ago Um, But that was perfect because Mm -hmm. they what we did with them is we bought we found a really beautiful lot and we were able to finance that. And then we had found the builder for them and then we were able to build on that lot and stay involved through the whole process. And so that's a whole different show when you talk about what you need to look for in a lot. Um, But it was complicated. Right. But we got it done. And then, Phil, you did uh, the loan for them. You want to talk a little bit about that?
2: Sure. What I ended up doing is I did a construction loan first. We used the equity from the land acquisition as the equity or the down payment. And then basically I provided the financing to the builder of up to 80% of the build. Uh, We got the house done. We went to closing. The builder got paid the other 20%. And then I replaced the temporary financing of the construction loan with what's called end loan financing. So basically I did two loans in one. Uh and I believe our construction time frame meaning there from cradle to grave as I think we almost worked almost a year together on that project.
1: I think it was just under that mm-hmm. but but that's a lot when you when you start talking about the the lot. Right. You know they were looking for acreage but they also wanted a walkout basement and so not every lot, uh, do lot that. can do that. And then you have to talk about setbacks and then you have to talk about the soil, where the placement of the well and the septic are going to go. Mm-hmm. And so we work hand in hand with the builder to make sure that that particular lot was going to work for what the type of house that these people wanted to, to, to build. Right. And so we made sure that all of that worked out. And then Phil, Phil saved them money by being able to do one loan as opposed to two. Um, so that was our start, Phil, in that, in that suite. Yep. Yeah.
2: It is sweet. It is sweet. <laughs> a beautiful and, partnership and, is formed. And the thing Ooh. is, folks, I love talking construction, and uh, there's a lot of specific terms, but I'm able to make things simple or, or phrase things or make, thing, uh, make things understandable. And just understand, Mimi and I, we can walk you from cradle to grave through this whole process and not make it sound like it's something that can't be achieved. No, it can be achieved.
1: Well, we are almost out of time. And so next week, I think when we come back on, we are going to lead with some information about professional investors. Right. Um, And we want to encourage you to reach out to us during the week. Phil, how do folks reach you?
2: They can reach me at 651-238-6748. Or they can always email me at phil at callphilolson.com.
1: And we encourage all of our shoppers out there, both buyers and sellers, to check out ViewGreaterMinneapolisHomes.com and message us for any information during the week, 651-578-2218.
0: Right. You can also get this episode and previous episodes by going to our website. Go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword red hot.
2: Paying bills on time? Oh, yeah. Not maxing out credit cards? That's
3: what I'm talking about. Learning what credit utilization is? Yes, give yourself credit. You can reach some pretty big goals like home ownership by taking small steps like
2: those to build up your credit. Get started by leveling up your credit knowledge at fanniemae.com slash credit education. That's Fannie slash credit education. Home ownership, here you come. Hey.